on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in a cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed What's up guys, it's Andy Priscilla and this is the show for the realists say goodbye to the lies The fakeness and delusions of modern society and welcome to motherfucking reality Guys, today uh, we have a 75 hard cast So, if you've been thinking about 75 hard if you're doing 75 hard, if you've done 75 hard or any of the live hard phases, it's going to be a show that you want to listen to. Um, as promised, I occasionally bring in uh, some exceptional stories and I have one for you today. But before I get into it, um, I wanted to remind you of the fee. All right. The fee is very simple. Share the show. If it made you think, if it made you uh, have a different perspective, if it made you better, uh, if it made you laugh, if it made you learn some things, if you think it could help people improve, which this one definitely will. Um, please share it for us. So we're going to get into 75 hard today. We're going to get in, into it in depth. Uh, with that being said, I'd like to welcome my buddy, Josiah Rasmussen on the show. What's up, brother? What's up, man? Thanks How for having you? me. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm so, good, man. They, uh, they were super welcoming coming in. DJ showed us around and, uh, I'm doing good, man. Yeah. What'd you think? Crazy, dude. Yeah. They showed me the locker. I was like, man, yeah, had, all, had all my stuff, had some dog treats in it, everything. Yeah. Well, look, dude, uh, everybody in this building, for the most part, has done the program. So we all have a ton of respect for people who uh, have done it. So that's uh, that's our guys showing you respect uh, for, for doing what you did. Now, where are you from? So I'm uh, 28 years old, Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, basically lived there my whole life. Uh, I was born in Texas, uh, moved there with my family when I was about 12 years old, um, if I can remember. So I've been there for most of my life. And yeah, man, second time in uh, St. Louis, I believe. I was down here. I don't even know if that's how you say it. Yeah, yeah, St. Louis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, second time I was down here when I was like 13 years old, maybe, but pretty similar to, to yeah. Cincinnati for the most part. It is. It's a very yeah. similar type city. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you do, man? So I'm actually, I'm a UPS driver, man. All Just right. a uh, normal blue collar dude who- uh, Works hard. Works hard, man. Yeah. And uh, nothing crazy. Just regular dude who got an opportunity to come on this show and kind of tell my story. Tell people how you got the opportunity to come on the show. So basically, um, I- He sent me a DM. He says, hey, bro, I got a story. I want to come on the show. That's what I'm saying. And I'm I like, said, all right, cool. Send me your shit. No, so basically what I was telling uh, DJ before I came in, um, I've never really been big into like manifestation because I've never really like, yeah. I've always believed in it, but I've never really like put it into play mm -hmm. and actually saw it through. Mm -hmm. So basically um, how it all started, you want me to kind of give you the whole story yeah. or just the beginning and all that? Fuck yeah, bro. Okay. So the very beginning, basically- I want to um, know. I got you, yeah. man. I got you. So uh, saw a couple of people doing it on Instagram- Basically, right away, I was like, not doing it, no booze, no way I'm doing two workouts because I work out every single day, basically. Of course. And uh, my initial thought was like, I'm not doing it. So um, time went by, it was probably like two months and June came, basically uh, heard one of the podcast. I can't remember what guest it was. There was one of the 75 hard guests, mm -hmm. but heard that podcast. And I heard the confidence in that person's voice. It was the, it was the girl. I can't remember her name. Lexi. It was Lexi or, the, or that dude. I can't, dude, I can't remember. I think I listened to both. Who? 
Omar, yeah. It was one of them. Yeah. Basically, I like heard the confidence in the voice. And I was like, at that time, I was kind of at a point in my life. This was only back in June. But everything for me was stagnant, man. I would wake up. I would go to work. I'd get off work, go home, basically make every excuse not to do something that I knew I wasn't supposed to be doing as mm -hmm. far as like um, working on myself, working yeah, on yeah. self-development. So, so what would you do when you got home? It would depend. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I worked out every day basically mm -hmm. ever since I was like 28 now, ever since I was like 16. Um, always kind of had that regiment, but I got into this rhythm where basically I would justify my reasons to do things such as I work 10 hours, I'm going to go home and drink a couple beers because I worked hard. And <clears throat> other reasons like um, with diet and stuff, like I worked out, I deserve to eat this pizza. And I know it sounds kind of no, minuscule and kind of- well, No, that's what we all do. And, that, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like, and, and the fact that it's some It's very people, human. Right. Yeah. And some people would come up to me and they'd be like, when I started 75 Hard, and they'd be like, dude, you- already work out, you already do this. And so the fact that people were coming up to me, telling me that, knowing that I was working out, I was like, man, all these people I'm surrounding myself with are weak mm -hmm. and I'm weak myself. Mm -hmm. But I had people coming up to me telling me that I'm doing it right. And I'm like, there's, there's something going on. Like right. it's me being mentally weak. Mm -hmm. And I know it sounds, like I said, kind of cliche, but basically heard that podcast, um, heard the confidence i think it was lexi who i listened to but mm -hmm. heard the heard the confidence um kind of did some more research listened to your 75 hard podcast episode mm -hmm. 14 mm -hmm. um listen to that and uh i actually listened to it like three times in like two days just so i could understand what to do um yeah, the reasoning behind everything right because i wanted to make sure like just kind of fully understand it so yeah for those of you guys uh he's talking about episode 14 in the real af feed uh, also, you can get the book on my website, andyfrasella.com, which will explain exactly what he's talking about. You could do it for free or you could buy the book either way. Yeah. So um, basically, this was, like I said, in June. And I told myself, I'm like, this is something I need to do. Like, mm -hmm. I was actually driving for UPS. I was driving the truck and I was like, dude, I got to do this. Like, I, it's something that I think I can do. But if I do it and I don't finish it, no one's going to give a shit. And that was something that I thought about. And then uh, it was July 5th and it's kind of a ridiculous story, but I was golfing with some buddies and we were drinking beers and golfing for me is like my kind of escape. It's like my happy mm -hmm. place. Mm -hmm. And so I'm golfing and I just find myself like not happy at all. Mm -hmm. I'm just like something like something's going on. Mm -hmm. And this is the day after the 4th of July. So wake up the next day and it was July 6th and I just decided I was like, today's the day. So did my cardio, did my outdoor cardio, got, got a healthy breakfast in, kind of put together a meal plan for myself. Basically had, had a list of foods that I could eat. Mm -hmm. And then obviously no cheat meals. Um, and then I got done with my cardio and I was like, I'm going to post this on Instagram so I can, so people know like, I'm doing it's this. about to go down. Yeah. And then I thought about it and I was like, dude, if I post this and I remember one podcast that you did that I listened to, I think this is the one, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the one with Omar. And basically you said that when you did it for the first time and correct me if I'm wrong, that the only reason you did it is because you told people you were going to do it. Yeah. I had a bet. 
right. I had a bet going with a bunch of guys. Right. Yeah. And so you said, mm-hmm. if I hadn't have done it, then I was a fraud. Yeah. That's what you said. Yeah. And I've heard that podcast and that just stuck with me, dude. Yeah. And literally that was the exact reason why I got through the 75 days. Yeah. Because I was raised in a family where my dad always said, like, basically be a man of your word. Yeah. Your word's all you got. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, man, I mean, that was like the one thing that was like, don't be a bitch. Like, yeah. you got to do it. And that's why I told myself, if I start, I'm not stopping. Like, I'm not going back to day one. Dude, that's the level of commitment it takes. You know, what you're, what you're describing from the people who do really well and do the program and get what the program is intended to give you, you have to approach it with that attitude. I'm finishing it no matter what. Right. That's where the idea of, uh, you know, zero compromise comes in. Zero, zero compromise. Like, there is no other solution. Like, I'm going to do this for the next 75 days, no matter what the fuck happens. That's what I'm doing. And, uh, you know, for those of you who, you know, this is going to air on a Sunday, and I'm sure a lot of people are going to be saying, oh, man, tomorrow's my day. Don't approach it with this idea. And I'm sure you can attest to this as well with this. Men- like, how different would it have been if you approached it with the mentality of, you know, I'm going to try this out? You see what I'm saying? Dude, I, I had, because another thing you said was like, don't try to, put into perspective or don't base it on things that you have coming up in the future as far as like plans and events and stuff. And I didn't even look, dude, I, I knew I had things scheduled yeah. in the next 75 days, mm-hmm. but I woke up and it had to have been like a, a God thing. No joke. And he, I think, I think that's what it was. Yeah. And he's like, dude, wake your ass up. Today's the day. And I didn't, I was like, if I start it, if I say I'm going to do it, if I post my day one, it's over. Like yeah. I'm doing it. And that, and that was the mindset that I had. Yeah. And yeah. That's what you have to have, bro. I mean, if you had approached that with the mentality of, oh, I'm just going to try this out. That's like saying, hey, I'm going to go out and try a fucking Ironman. Like, that's not what people do. People go out and they do it. And it doesn't matter how tired you are. It doesn't matter how long it takes. It doesn't matter how hard it is. You push yourself through. Let's talk about a little bit about that. Like, tell me a little bit about how it was through the first, you know, in the beginning and then what became of it. And what you gained out of the program, bro. Cause I mean, clearly you got fucking ripped. I mean, I appreciate that. Yeah, man. dude. Yeah. Like you guys should see output. We'll post his pictures in my story so you could see him. But, and by the way, what's your Instagram so people could check it out. Yeah. So my Instagram is uh first name, Josiah, J O S I A H underscore Eric E R I K. Okay. So Josiah underscore Eric E R I K. Yep. Uh, you guys got to go look at his pictures cause they're, they're amazing. Um, but lots of people get amazing pictures. I want to talk about, I want to talk about the mentality. I want to talk about what you gained. I want to talk about what you think it did for your life. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, going into it because before I started it, I basically was like, my initial thought was I'm going to, uh, do all the research, this and that. And for me personally, I feel like the more I do that, the more I'm going to overthink it and the more it's going to get complicated. Absolutely. And with 75 hard, it's a program where you have to go all the way in and go 100%. Can't have any compromise, obviously, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you can't be, you can't overthink it Mm-mm. because th- there's your tasks and you know what need to be, needs to be done and you do it. It's simple. Yeah. And so I think a lot of people, like a lot of people ask me when I finished, they're like, hey man, like what diet did you do this and that? But like I said, going into it, I didn't do a whole lot of research. I knew what had to be done. I had my list of meals I could eat. I had my idea of macros that I needed to follow basically. And, uh, no alcohol, all that stuff. Um, 
but my first week, my first week actually wasn't bad because I had already been working out. Mm -hmm. And with my job, I'm doing, I can even show you my phone after this. I'm doing like 10 miles a day of walking, which is about 20, basically like 20,000 steps Mm -hmm. before my cardio that I was doing outside. Right. So um, my first week wasn't bad. Um, I'm trying to think, man, as far as like, what do you want to know? Like the physical well, or as far as like mental? Cause I, I can yeah, break I mean, down both. It's a little different for you. Cause you're, you know, usually when people talk about the first couple of weeks, they're in a lot of pain because it's an unusual amount of activity for them. But with you being active, uh, it, it's, it's a lot, I think it probably was a little bit helpful for you in terms of like your feet probably didn't get all fucked up. Well, and, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't want to get it twisted. I don't want anyone yeah. thinking like, I'm, yeah. I, I just did it and I wasn't in pain. Like yeah. when I, I would get off work, I told, you know, Tori, I'd get off work at, you know, sometimes 10, 11 at night. Yeah. And I would do my weightlifting in the morning. I would check, I would typically check the weather mm-hmm. um, to make sure it wasn't going to like storm at night. Cause I did have to do workouts in the storm. Yeah. But basically I would uh, check the weather, make sure it wasn't going to rain. Uh, some, some days I'd basically get off and uh, I'd be doing cardio, man, at 11 o'clock at night and my feet are killing me. My back's killing me. But those moments, no bullshit, were the moments where, like, I had the most mental clarity as far as like digging, digging deep, mm-hmm. and having those conversations, conversations with myself. And uh, I don't think that's what a lot of people understand who who haven't done it. Because if you do it, I was telling these guys before, um, only the people that have truly done it feel that mentality. That's right. That you feel. That's right. When you're at your peak. That's right. Um, progressing through seventy five hard. That's right. And so. Uh, it's, and you can't know that until you've done it. Right. So that's the hard thing. People are like, oh, yeah, I did 21 days and I figured it out. No, you fucking didn't. No. You didn't learn shit. Yeah. You just barely got in the routine of this. Right. You know what I'm saying? How was it, dude, when you, um, you know, like I'm, I'm thinking about the UPS guys that, that we have here. I mean, they work their fucking asses off, bro. I mean, there is no shortage of hard work there. So what I'm curious because not everybody has that active of a lifestyle. So what was the biggest struggle for you going through the program? Dude, believe it or not, um, believe it or not, it was the second workout Mm -hmm. because I would get done, man. And I would just, my back would be fried. My, I'd be sore from the workout from the day before, not cardio, but from weightlifting or Mm -hmm. CrossFit, whatever I did. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was 1000% that second workout and going into it from work. Correct. yeah. Yeah. And going into it, excuse me, I thought that would be the easiest aspect or task of completing in 75 yeah, hard. It's just a, it's just a little bit of cardio. Right. Yeah. And I got into that, man. And I'd have days where I'd be like, dude, I'd be walking like an old man, like holding the lower part of my back, like strutting through this neighborhood. People are looking at me like at 11 o'clock at fucking night in dude, the rain. Some, some days I would, yeah. get, I would go straight from work and I would keep my UPS uniform on. I'm not making this yeah, up. No, I get it. And, uh, I would just be like walking in my neighborhood, man, yeah. with, with, with my UPS got, uniform on. Our UPS, our, our USPS driver here, Pat, did 75 hard. Oh, really? And he did the same. He, I'd see him out here doing 75 hard That's uh, in, his, in his uniform. That's what's up, Yeah, dude. so. That's super cool. A lot of, a lot of uh, uh, parcel delivery guys have done the program. I've heard from a lot of them. You're the first one I've had on the show, obviously. Because everybody, I mean, everybody I've talked to at UPS, I, I'll tell people about it and they'll look at me like, dude, like what's going on in your head? Yeah. And I'm like, you're fucking crazy. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm trying to get comfortable with being uncomfortable, man. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm young. I can, I can be active right now. I'm healthy. I got a job. They can, 
um, pay for a gym membership. I had two gym memberships at the time I was doing uh, 75 hard. So um, over time, man, I, I saw it as more of like, almost like a blessing. Like, dude, I can, I'm healthy enough to do this mm -hmm. and I'm growing as an individual. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the way I looked at it. When people looked at me like I was crazy and I'm like, dude. How many times do you have to do your second, uh, that, that outdoor workout in the rain or, or elements? So I have, it's crazy. Uh, probably, I'd say probably like, honestly, probably like 15 times. Yeah. Dude. So, it's in the Midwest, man. It, yeah, it, we have it rained middle of the summer, dude. Yeah. There, there's tornado warnings and everything. Dude, and, for me, those are my favorite workouts. Oh, dude, that's when you dig deep, man. <sighs> yeah. That's, that's my when, favorite workout. And my favorite workout is my favorite 75 hard workout I've ever done was literally the hardest one I ever did, which was I did cardio outside in uh, January of this year, 2021. It was minus 18 out. And, and like I was in my fucking ski gear, right? That's some balls, dude. Yeah, that's bro. where That's the difference between. Yeah, dude. And I'm out here. Right dude, there, I was out there and it's fucking winds blowing. There's fucking snow in the ground. Uh, nuts are inside of you you're like dude i'm yeah but bad. bro but bro people are driving by me in the road and they're stopping me and they're like dude you need help and i'm like no thinking you're thinking yeah. you're some crackhead yes. or something man oh yeah my and, God. but dude that's where i always got the most out of like i get the most power out of that because i'm able to be like man nobody's doing this nobody's doing this right you know and and the thing that i really want to talk about that stood out to me when i was doing it is um, a lot of people like to get motivated through certain individuals and certain moments in their life. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're motivated for a short amount of time, temporarily motivated. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. And uh, we all know that. But when you're doing 75 hard, you're basically permanently self-motivating your mind. Mm -hmm. So you're not looking for podcasts that motivate you. You're, not, you're digging deep and having these conversations where no one else is around. You're not talking to anybody except for God. Yeah. If if you have faith. Yeah. And um, which I do. Well, God will talk to you even if you don't have faith. Yeah. No, you that's just right. Say, no, pay attention. No, yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. No, no, that's that's facts. And yeah. uh, so again, I mean, you're you're literally having these these conversations with yourself, man. And like, I'd have I'd have nights, man, where I'd be walking and I would just start like yelling, dude, like just amped, like yeah, not even pissed, nothing, yeah. just like. I felt something go through me and I was just like, dude, that's I'm awesome. unstoppable. Yeah, bro. Like, that is awesome. Yeah. And, and that's, that's kind of, that. And obviously throughout the 75 days, you're not, not 24 hours a day for 75 days, a hundred percent. Yeah. Let's talk about that, dude. Like what were some, how, like what were some of the tests? You know what I'm saying? Like how, cause dude, everybody that goes through 75 hard, no matter how much you say, I'm fucking doing this. It doesn't matter who it is. It could be it could be anybody, me included. I got days where I'm like, fuck this shit. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, damn, dude. And then I gotta center myself back and I'm like, no, you gotta do it. Right. How 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 much of that conversation did you have with yourself? Dude, full transparency, man, that and I'm not bullshitting you. Yeah. The thing that you said about if I quit, I'm a fraud. Yeah. And that just carries dude, you through. Dude, it's stuck in my head. Yeah. And like, so for me, like well, dude, that I'm says a, a lot about who the fuck you are. But but that's yeah. not, but again, you know, it's not, this isn't going on for 24 hours a day for 75 days. For I sure. had those thoughts where I'm like, dude, like this shit sucks, man. So yeah. I would say day one through 25, I would have probably once a day, I would have a thought in my head, like, like no one's going to give a shit if yeah. you quit. Like no one's going to know. Yeah. Like, 
And then that thought that you said there that you spoke about on that podcast about uh, being a fraud, dude, just came back yeah. and it bit me. In, and that was the boss voice. Yeah, your dude. boss voice came in and 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 smashed, pulled my ass back. That's dude. right, bro. And uh, so <clears throat> basically, up until like twenty five, I had those you know questions like, mm-hmm. man, I don't know if I'm going to do this. And mm-hmm. then after, I think it was twenty four. It might have been yeah, it was twenty five because I was a, th- a third of the way through. Um, that's when I switched gears, dude. I was like. I'm 1000% not quitting. I'm making this my bitch and I'm going all the, all the way in. That's awesome. And uh, again, that thought of, of you just saying, can't be a fraud. Yeah. Can't be, can't be quitting, man. Stuck with me. Bro, I, listen, I think we spend a lot of time. I think if everybody, if every single person is honest with themselves, you spend a lot of time actually being a fucking fraud. Okay. A lot of us like to think, especially as we get older, we like to we like to hang on to the, our past accomplishments, right? And you know, you you know the guys like, hey, dude, I scored four touchdowns in fucking high school. I've been that guy, right? Dude. Yeah, I've been exactly. That guy. And, or or uh, you know, I used to be in great shape back back. No one cares back then, dude. Right. And that's fraudulent thinking. Like you're hanging on to an identity that no longer exists. What's right. your identity now, right? And this is what causes people all this frustration and anguish and pain and depression is because they're not living up to the standard that they know they should be living up to. And they're afraid to answer to it. And what this program does is it literally forces you into the person that you wish you were. Yep. You know, and uh, I've heard it over and over and over again. But I mean, like, to me, the testing of yourself daily every single day is almost a requirement for being happy at all. You know, like how did how did you feel uh, mood wise through the program? Were you crabby? Are you naturally a happy guy, or were you? Um, I mean, Tori could probably even yeah, yeah. talk on this. Um, but I mean, for the most part, I I can be on edge. Yeah, yeah. But I noticed um, before I did seventy five hard with all the negative things that have been normalized that I've been doing, basically. Um, kind of just like implemented that negative thought process into my head, but I never realized it because I think it's so normal for people to think negative. It, it's it's a cultural norm now, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's normal. Which think is think about how we do super- with our friends, bro. We get around some of our friends. We all got them, and and you try to have a conversation and you, you try to move forward in a positive way, and it ends up being a bitch fest, right? About the job, about the relationship. It, it's li- literally hard to get. If you really pay attention, it's really hard to hear positive shit. Well, and that's, that's the biggest thing is like, I would notice like I, as time went on through the 75 days, I would, the people who were negative and weak-minded would get exposed through my eyes mm-hmm. just because I'm, I'm doing what I know I need to do. And I'm not doing the negative bullshit that I'd been consistently buying into in the past. And not that you're like, not that you're a horrible person no, no, having no. a beer from time to time no. or eating a cheeseburger. That's not what I'm saying. No, I'm saying that it's become so, so normal to become <clears throat> negative. And I'm not saying this. And mediocre too. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To that's, hold ourselves to a standard that's comfortable, not a standard that helps us and helps our family and helps our communities. We, we, I believe that we've become a, a nation of mediocre thinking. And when you try to do anything that's outside of that for any reason, you know, it's going to show you, you can see it very clearly. Well, even the people that I grew up like uh, respecting, this isn't on anybody listening. Um, but even the people that I grew up like respecting and loving, like some people would say things like basically trying to compromise for me throughout this program. Like 
for instance, I, I drive for UPS. I'm outside working 10 hours a day. I'm already, I could already tell you what they said, bro. Bro, you're already working so right, hard. You're right, doing enough. Right. You're, and then, you, work, you already work hard than everybody I know. And that was when I immediately yeah. thought, I, I, for one second, I thought about it. Yeah. One second. And then that uh, thing that you said about, if you have to think about it, you can't do it. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. And um, so basically, like, I had people, like, almost trying to, like, justify and, like, compromise my situation. Yeah. And I shut it down. Yeah. And, and Good for don't, you. Don't get me wrong. It's people that I love, people that are important in my life. But at the same time, it's like. Josiah, you're doing them a favor when you do Right. That. Right. Like, and that's it, the thing. Yeah. And that's growth. And if you yes. can see an individual like truly develop themselves from how they were from day one to day 75, as yeah. much as you want to judge them, whatever, um, you know, if you love somebody and you see that, then you got to appreciate that. Yeah. And, and that's, also, that's what I saw. Also, when you really love someone and you really care about people, it's our obligation to show them what it looks like to, to squeeze more out of our lives. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. As, 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 as respected members of our little tribes, you know, we have to take it upon ourselves to show people like, Hey, this is how you get better. This is how you win. I believe that. Well, I mean, if we, I mean, a hundred percent, I agree. If yeah. we lived in a world where everybody was like, Hey man, you're okay to get off work, go home, watch Netflix, not, not read to yeah. gain some knowledge, not work out to stay healthy. I mean, we'd be in a world where nothing will get done. There'd be no successful people. And I'm, I mean, obviously there's people who are doing 75 hard and people who are working on self-development, but just imagine a world, man, where everybody did 75 hard. Like think about, I know it's not going to happen. I would pay every cent in my bank account for that to happen. Man, I would too. I'm dead serious. I would too. And, uh, but just today, picture, I wouldn't even think twice about it. Dude, I'm, like that investment would be I can't even give you the dollar amount yeah. for, for the fact that people would be just completely changed, man. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm, I'm not sitting here trying to sell the program to anybody. No, but that's how we change the culture, bro. We change the culture through our individual change. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like the good thing for me and you is we don't have to pay everybody. All we got to do is do the shit. And people see that, dude. Right. That's exactly I, right. People, I, I've had probably no joke. 50, 60 people reach out, man, and ask questions. And I've said- It's fucking awesome. It's not for everybody. And again, I'm not, I'm not calling you a piece of shit if you don't yeah. do it by any means, but if you are stuck in a place where you, whether you're a UPS driver, own a company, whatever it might be, if you're stuck in a place where basically if you're just stuck, yeah, then do 75 hard because it will completely switch your mindset. And again, I preach, I put in my post that it was all uh, the mental aspect of yeah. it. And I had one dude uh, comment on like one of the 75 hard pages. He's like, this dude must not have understood like the point of it. Of you? Of me. And I was like, dude, did you not read in my post that I said it was the mental aspect? Because he's like, he saw my before and after picture and he's like, it's not the physical part of it. And I was like, dude. The physical is a representation of how strict you were with the program. Right. I'm sorry. That's just a part of it. My IQ dropped when I read that. I was I, like, I know, dude, bro. this dude, I was like, for some you reason, don't get it. Yeah. There's this, there's this like. It's like anything with any sort of like accomplishment, right? Like uh, you could take an Ironman, for example, or a marathon, and there's critics of how it should be done or powerlifting. Only this counts or that counts or this or that. And it's funny because the motherfuckers that say that shit are usually the ones that never did it. Right. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Yeah. And it's, it's people who have tried it like three or four times, quote unquote, tried it. There is no fucking trying 75 hard guys. It's a fucking commitment. For first time in your fucking life, 
Make a fucking commitment and say, dude, no matter what, for the next 75 fucking days, this is what I'm doing. And I don't give a fuck if the fucking world ends. I'm and, doing it. And people will respect you 100% more if you say that and you do it. Yeah. Because I've, I had people in my life, I won't mention names, but I had people that have come, come up to me and they're like, man, I'm uh, about to start 75 hard. And then I'd see like people I, I was following on Instagram, like influencers um, who would be in the middle of 75 hard, dude. And they'd post pictures of like, them eating pizza and like it's like dude you don't get it you, no, either, get not, it, you either get it or you don't yeah and if you don't get it you don't get it and that's okay yeah but if you say you want to get better get better get better and do it because a lot of people want to play this game um i know i keep bringing these back no dude, bro but, you fought you you said it when you said because what happens is, is it exposes right like it it, it changes your talent it changes your tolerance for excuses right like all those justifications that people tell you, you have while you're doing the program, and you could tell me if this happened to you, but you know, you you begin to <clears throat> recognize that really all they're doing is verbalizing their own justifications to why they're not doing it. Exactly. And it becomes very clear what things are excuses or stories or justifications when you are actually following through in your own life. And it makes it really fucking crystal clear. And I, I would argue it's one of the hardest things for people to deal with on the program because you kind of separate yourself from a lot of people who are probably really good friends or people that love you and care about you because your mentality has completely fucking changed. But the good part of that, right, there's, there's a good part in it. The bad part is at first it's uncomfortable. The good part is a number of those people will figure out, hey, man, I should be following along. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And once you, and going into that kind of, once you learn how to say no yeah, and truly mean it, yeah. you're like, no. Yeah. And you say no, people will be like, well, shit, I don't, I don't have a rebuttal for that. Yeah. You want to fight me? You want to yeah. fight me? Cause I don't want to go get a beer. Yeah. Let's fight, dude. Yeah. I, I'm, dude. I'm cool. I'm cool with that. But I'm saying like, there's literally no other rebuttal. No, yeah. I think that's the, I think that's one of the, the very underrated true keys of that program, bro is that it really does teach you to say no without apologizing. Right. You have to, because you have to do it. Yeah. The teach first time it's like, no, because I'm doing, and then eventually you get tired of saying no, you're like, no, nah, I'm not doing it. When I, I've always, yeah. I'll be, if we're being honest, I've always been the kind of person that I've been, in my past, I've been a, a people pleaser type of person where yeah. obviously I want people, I want to make people happy. Yeah. But um, you end up doing things that you didn't actually really want to do to make those people right, happy. Right. And or that's, that are things that didn't serve you to make them happy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so uh, over time, that, that was what I got really good at is saying no and meaning it. Because once you have that vision, man, once you're 100% invested, there's no other option. And I can truly say, man, like on everything that there wasn't one time uh, where there was compromise, man. And that I, alone I can, right there, because I, I easily could tell I easily could have. Yeah, I easily could have drank a beer after a long day of work. Yeah. I easily could have yeah. whatever. But like it's that it's that thought in your head that you're like. No one's going to know. You can't fake that, dude. You can't fake it. You, listen, this is, that's the funniest thing about the 75 hard uh, phenomenon or whatever you want to call it, because it's not, it's not a trend. It's been going on for three fucking years. It's not going anywhere, by the way. I have a second book about it coming out. But the point of it is, is that you end up in a situation that brings clarity to literally almost every area of your life that you didn't have before. Talk about that, dude. Like, talk about some of the mental gains. Like, where where were you weak? Like you just said a minute ago, like you're a people pleaser, right? 
And this program has helped you realize that that's not always productive for what you want to do, right? Right. So let's talk about some of the more mental things. Like how, how did it, uh, how did it affect your relationships with like people or food or even your relationship here? Like, um, so I would say our, our relationship got better because being in that positive, as far as Tori and, and my relationship, yeah. um, I think it got better because I was in that clear, positive mindset mm -hmm. uh, for the majority of the time. And I was very open-minded to um, conversation that wasn't uh, going to be negative. I was 100% more understanding than what I was before because I was a lot more positive. As mm -hmm. far as um, other things, I truly believe that you basically have to do something out of your uh, normal job, out of your normal life to grow. And that's self-development. So for example, I'm not, I, I honestly don't know what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I'm not saying that I'm going to be at UPS. I'm not saying I'm not. Um, but I truly believe in like educating yourself. And the only way to do that is by getting out of your comfort zone when you're off of work, when you're, yes, sir. Um, when you have that time and it kind of goes into time management and with the whole reading thing, um, I realized that like before 75 hard, I wasn't, I wasn't learning shit about anything, man. That's I right. wasn't focusing on really anything. I was going to work. I was coming home. I was hanging out with my family, my friends, nothing wrong with that, No, but I wasn't growing. Right. And if you're not growing, if you're not lear learning, technically you're dying. Yep. And, um, basically that's the way I, I saw it. So over time, uh, I definitely saw that that was something that I grew and, and, uh, kind of changed into, um, but I mean, man, just overall time management, dude, you don't realize it's simple. You don't realize how much bullshit you're doing um, that you know you shouldn't be doing. And over time, that gets exposed. And if you are focused on what needs to be done day to day and you win the day, you're going to see that. And that's going to get exposed over time. And you're going to be like, okay, I can't be doing this. Um, I need to slow down with this. I need to focus more on that. And uh, just yeah. the, the, the pure lack of time that it creates, creates you to be it actually creates the perception of more time. Right. You, exactly. Yeah. You feel like that? Yeah, yeah. 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 And so like it got to the point, dude, where I was on like day. I know that doesn't make sense to people. People are like hearing that and they're like, wait, you're doing more. No fucking How do you sense. mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I get that hundred percent. Cause yeah. I got to, uh, I got to like day 50 dude. And I was so locked on my day to day, uh, or on my daily tasks that I had to do for 75 hard that I had it down to the T. Like the only thing I couldn't control is exactly what time I got off work. Yeah. So I'd wake up, I'd start chugging water. I'd literally wake up, start chugging water yeah. as much as I Getting could. Getting ahead of the game. Yeah, because yeah. I knew because I knew I was going to the gym yeah. or I was doing cardio. If you're doing cardio, you're sweating. So you're sweating out a lot of that water, which is good because you're not pissing 15 times. Right. So I would go to the gym. Um, immediately when I woke up, I'd usually get like an apple, banana, whatever fruit, just a quick carb in me. Um, go to the gym. I'd come home, eat my breakfast. Typically the same thing every day. It'd be... Ezekiel bread, uh, avocado, eggs, yep. basically that and a protein shake. Go to work. Um, and the only thing I, I could control at work was the water I was consuming as fast as I could. Because again, you don't want to be drinking water at nine o'clock at night. Yeah. Going to the bathroom a million yeah. times. It kind of fucks uh, you up because then you're up all night. Right. And, yeah. And then, yeah, you, obviously you got to be up for and the you're tired for the next day. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Can't be having that. So um, basically uh, I'd go to work and I'd the only focus I had, man, was working drinking water and not eating, not cheating on, on my diet and yeah. then just eating the meals that I packed yeah. that were my part of my meal plan. And then again, get off work, whether I did cardio or lift it, I'd get home, do that. So again, that was the only time I couldn't control. And that, that is why I said that was the hardest part because I'd have days I'd get off at five 
And then I'd have days I'd get off at 1130 and I'm driving home, trying not to fall asleep. Yeah. And I'm doing cardio. Yeah. And again, the more you get into it, the more you have those conversations in your head and you get, you'd start digging deep and you're like, I'm unstoppable. Dude. Yeah. And that's where I got, but I think, uh, this kind of conversation top- always starts with me going like this, like the first 10 minutes of me being outside when it's fucking late in the, especially when the weather's bad and it's late, what the fuck am I doing? Like, why am I doing this? Initially, yeah. I get mad for like the first five minutes. Then for like 30 minutes, I go into like the zone. And then the last five minutes, I'm like, yeah, fuck all these bitches, man. I fucking did this shit. Like it did. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. Yeah. So I walk back in the house and it's one o'clock in the morning and I'm like fucking fired up. And then I pass out. You're ready. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And that's another thing, dude, is people don't realize you're doing so much in a day. You're winning. You're winning every day. You're doing so much that. By the end of the day, dude, you're beat. Yeah. Like you don't, you're not thinking about drinking a beer. You're not thinking about eating a bad meal, dude. You just dominated that day. You're dead. You're, you're dead ass it. tired by That's the time, you, by the time you lay down. But, um, if we're being honest, man, the, the hardest part as far as like the period wise, um, where I was at, I really, f- and I heard this on another podcast, but I saw this big time was, uh, that day 50, dude, day 50 to like, I don't know if it was 60 or like 58, maybe whoop my ass, dude. I was there. I knew I was going to finish, but I was like, man, this sucks. Those are the fucking dog days. Dog days. They are. For because sure. It's because you're over the excitement of it, and now it's a routine, and you're like, but I still got to keep going, and I've still got like 25 days left, and it, it starts, and like, dude, you're sore. You're fucking literally, you're physically tired, and that's where the most, I think the most growth, I've done the program successfully seven times, and I, ch- I get better every single time, like, like no bullshit. Every time I do it, I was looking back at my pictures of doing it uh, the first time I did it and I was comparing them to like my pictures like now, I thought I was in shape. I'm like, fuck dude, I, w- I look like shit. You know what I'm saying? I remember posting that shit, being all proud of it too. Be right. like, man, check this out. But like every time I've gone through it, I've, uh, I've gained more and more and more. But dude, what's say consistent with me is that that period of time fucking sucks. It's horrible. Yeah, it sucks. And and people don't understand it, obviously, yeah. if you haven't done it, but it's that it's that period where you're like, all right, I'm doing it, I'm finishing. But yeah. at the same time, that's when you got people, low-key, man, that's when you got people thinking that you're going to fail. Yeah. And it's like, that's kind of, it's not my motivation, but at you the same time- You got those same people that came up to you in the beginning yeah. saying shit like yeah. this. Oh, you still doing that? Oh, you're still doing that 75 hard? Yeah, motherfucker, I'm still doing it because it's like two months ago. Well, hopefully at that point, those people aren't in your life. Yeah, no when you shit. Get to, when you get to day 50 and people are coming yeah. up to you or if they're coming coming up to you and giving you shit, then they obviously got nothing going on in their lives. Yeah. So they need a little, you know, entertainment. It's the equivalent, but, of, uh, it's the equivalent of people that's, that, that I haven't seen in a long time and don't really keep up with what's going on. They don't do it too much anymore. But, you know, five, six years ago, bro, you still got that little vitamin store. Like oh, it's the dude. same shit, dude. Oh, dude. It's like, that, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, what, do do? Yeah. what do you think? What do you think? Yeah. You see the way I'm living? Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Um, well, dude, it's a, you know, it's, it's a weird time. That, those 10 days, I don't know what it is, bro. But like that, those 10 days, every time I've done the program, brother, it's there. Every day is a literal test where I'm like, fuck this, man. Fuck this. I'm not doing it. And I do it because, dude, I always think. Like I have failed a couple times. Uh, one time was intentional. One time was not. Um, I heard about the intentional time when with my dad. You, oh no! I thought one of them. You said you like Loki wanted to start over. No. Well, what happened was my dad flew out to Vegas 
to surprise me when I was out there and wanted to have some fucking beers. My dad's 75 years old. I have some fucking beers. Yeah, beer. very few times that, in your life. That's it. Yeah, I get you know? that. I get so that. So that was one. And then the other one uh, was last December, and I literally had like a fucking physical breakdown. where I, I got COVID. So I, I had a problem. I had an injury. Then I got hurt. Or no, I'm sorry. I got hurt. Um, then I got like, I, I went through this period of like three days where I, cause I have insomnia where I didn't sleep at all. And then my body like fucking quit. And then I got COVID all right at the same time. So that threw me off. But I'm sure once you got healthy, you were oh, yeah, back at it as soon as that. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean like, dude, for me, it, you know, I, 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 I'm embarrassed to fail. Like I, it wouldn't like, even when I posted those two times, it was extremely embarrassing for me to, to say. You know what I mean? So, and but you shared that though. You, oh yeah. What'd you do? Just put it on. I put on my story. Yeah, yeah. See, I think I, I think that's super cool because yeah. a lot of people, um, they'll just fall off, and that that was yeah. what I was like almost worried about. I was like, if I don't finish, then I'm just going to be a fraud, man, and yeah. people are going to look at me and be like, this dude's doing the same thing he was doing ten years ago, and nothing changed. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool to, especially because things are going to happen, man. For when, sure life situations come up and it's okay to start over. Yeah. Um, but just admit when you fail and then keep my going. first day back in the gym after that COVID, I started back over. Like, you know what I'm saying? A couple of days after. No, no, no. It was. First day I oh, was able to day? go back to the gym. Yeah. The f after being oh, yeah. home for a couple of weeks, I was, I was, I was at it. But dude, like, you know, I think a big problem that a lot of people have with the program with finishing is that they just they just started with the wrong attitude. You know, they started with that attitude like they start every diet. You know, I think if you listen close here, I'm going to give you one of the biggest keys to fixing this problem for you guys. A lot of people who struggle with their bodies and their fitness go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. A lot of it has to do with their they don't have enough um they don't have a big enough reason and it's just not important enough to them because they've never even most of these people have never even really looked good. I was never someone who looked fit so like, I never knew what it was like. So it wasn't that important to me. So every time I try to lose weight, I didn't really lose any weight because I didn't understand what it meant to be like when I was in shape. You see what I'm saying? Right. So what clicked for me, and I think this will resonate with a lot of you guys, is I started looking at it as a mental challenge. I started looking at it as a mental test. And, and you know, I'm not a fucking punk, dude. Like, I got some mental fortitude and I take pride in that in myself. And I think everybody should. I think everybody should take pride in the amount of discipline that they have. And when I switched the idea of I want to do a, of this program from like just to lose weight or look better to I'm going to fucking pass this mental test because I'm tough and I'm badass and I'm going to and I want to be I want to be stronger in that regard. It made it way easier to fucking stick to the food part because the food part for me and the alcohol part for me is always the hardest. Like um, I love beer. I love alcohol. Yeah. You know, and, and I grew up in a culture where, you know, we drink, we're drinkers. Cincinnati is the same kind of place. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know? it's a social thing, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not, it's not a drink uh, for me, at least it's not like a drinking problem, but yeah. it's like you're with some no, buddies, but like, you're that's in public. What you do. Right. Right, like, right. What do you do in Cincinnati for fun, bro? You go to fucking bars. And eat, it's the same thing and, as and here, eat, dude. eat some like, greasy yeah, food, man. That's right. And uh, no, I mean, and that's another thing that I, I didn't even really talk on is like uh, at first the alcohol was was difficult not to have a drink yeah. uh, for the first couple of weeks. But over time, man, again, when you're drinking a gallon of water a day and you're not drinking al alcohol at all, 
dude, you feel oh, incredible fuck. physically. Yeah. And when you're doing a job that's physically demanding, manual labor, like yeah. working for UPS, yeah. dude, it it helps, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got a, I got a quick funny story to yeah. tell you real quick. So, uh, Tori basically made this like healthy tuna salad that was a part of my meal plan, and uh, she was like showing me the ingredients she was cooking with because I had to make sure I could eat it. Yeah. The condiments and everything. Yeah. And so she has this like I think it was like this Dijon mustard. And it said infused with white wine, and uh, I saw it and I was like, "Babe, nope. I can't, I can't eat, yeah, I can't nope. eat this." And immediately, <laughs> I mean, she ended up eating it. But uh, yeah, I was like, "Dude, that's how to the T, man." I, I, bro, get- that's how you have to be. People, what? That's the right way to be, okay? And like, I, if you if you've been using that sauce for the last sixty days and you're listening to this show, I don't give a fuck. That's not the point. But the point is is that we should always err on the side of what the right thing to do is, right? And that's exactly. one of the beautiful things about this program, that pe- when you do it right, it starts to it starts to curve you and bring, you know, because the program clearly, like the way I think about, about it and describe it, as you know, is like, it's kind of like Madden, right? Like you got to, you know, the football game Madden? Yep. And the guy's got like 99 speed, 99 strength, 99 uh, smart, right? Right. Like, so all of those levels are always changing in us. And, and because of what we put in our bodies and our minds, those levels are perishable skills, just like uh, lifting weights is a perishable thing, right? You don't lift, you're going to lose some muscle. That's, if, you, if you lift, you're going to gain some muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, just because you lifted weights 16 years ago really has very little to do with you now. So when we think about our skill sets and our mental skill sets, like uh, you know, discipline, fortitude, uh, grit, grit yep. you know, all of these things that are, that are related to the idea of being mentally tough, right? Uh, the ability to persevere, um, all of these things, they all come from us testing ourselves on a regular basis, right? They all come from us passing these little bitty, what we seem to think are insignificant tests in our real life. And what happens over time is our levels, you know, where at one point, you know, when we were, at some point in our life, we probably had some higher levels. They start to come down, but they start to come down so imperceptibly that we don't even notice it. Mm-hmm. And then we end up, you know, in a place where we're like looking in the, in the mirror and we're like, fuck, dude, what happened to me? Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And people in our society tend to think that that's just natural. It's natural. Like you hit a peak and then you just start to fade down and then you get old. Right. And I just don't think that's the case at all. I'm a firm believer that those things are 100% skill sets that you can invest in and develop and create if you do things that create them. I had a guitar teacher once tell, and this is something that has stuck with me for a long time in life because I'm not a patient person, bro. I'm not either. Yeah, I'm a fucking like right now. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And like, dude, it's a great thing for like business, but it's sometimes my people hate me because I'm like, no, bro. Right now, like <laughs> right now. Yeah. And, and so I'm like that with everything. And I had a guitar teacher tell me, you know, cause playing guitar dude is, is a really difficult thing to learn. Um, he said, Andy, you know, you don't have any patience at all. And I'm like, yeah, I'm aware, bro. Like now teach me this shit, you know? Right, right. You know? And then uh, I need to learn now. Yeah. I want to be able to play some shit right now, bro. Freebird. Let's go. You know, that, that's crazy you say that because my uh, my dad's a great guitar player. He's yeah. a musician. And awesome. uh, I grew up trying to learn bass. Yeah. 
And people would ask me, they'd be like, why don't you play guitar, this and that? And I said the same exact thing. I yeah. was like, dude, I'm not patient enough, yeah. man. And that's okay. Well, he said it is. And because it, it's a good thing to be impatient sometimes. Right. And I think the older we get. Urgency, man. That's right. The older that we get, we learn where to apply that urgency and where we need to apply patience. And, you know, for me growing up, it was always urgency, 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 yeah. urgency, which has kind of fucked me up now because now I'm always intense. <laughs> but the thing he said to me that stuck with me was, you say, well, you know how you develop patience, don't you? And I said, well, no. And he goes, well, you got to do things that require patience. And that always stuck with me, dude. And I started, to th- I, I, I let that simmer for like almost a decade in my life. Like what, is, like, what does he mean? Like you could create patience by doing things that are patient. Well, if you create patience by doing things that are patient, you could create discipline by doing things that require discipline. You can create fortitude by requiring things that, 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 that require fortitude. You could create all of these different skill sets by just doing the things, no different than us going to the gym and lifting weights. Well, and that's that's what seventy five hard is. I For mean, sure. when you're when you're doing, it's the first program ever to help you, with that side of with that side of life. Right when you when you're dealing with that grit mindset of doing the same thing over and over again to improve for your own self development over time you'll start to realize that you do get a little bit more patient with certain aspects of your life. And again, you know, yeah. knowing the difference between what needs to be urgent it helps you bring and what a, needs to be. I think awareness, dude. Right. Like, like I think the way to describe what both of us are talking about is almost like, it just makes you more aware. Exactly. It did for me. Yeah. No, it, no. it continues to do for me. Like yep. what I thought I was awareness like two years ago was not awareness. You know what I'm saying? Not even close. Yeah. And like what's, what's fucked up about it, bro, too, at least in my point of view is like, for me, I actually feel dumber now than I felt two years ago, even though I'm much more successful now than I was two years ago. And it's because of the ultra crazy awareness that living a disciplined lifestyle like that creates. Yep. You know, I start to realize, fuck, dude. You expose yourself, man. Yeah, you 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 talked all that shit. You really didn't know anything. Yep. <laughs> you know? That's good. That's real growth, though, man. For that's, sure. That's self-development. That's, yeah. what, that's what all this is about. Or what at least it should be for the yeah, most part. But you know, it is, man. It is. And and I think, you know, the physical I think you'll agree with this too, because bro, you look like a fucking model. Like like guys, he's this dude is fucking <laughs> chiseled out of fucking granite, okay? Um but as cool as that is, it doesn't it doesn't even compare to the other shit that you gain out of this, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I I honestly to between you and me and all the listeners, I didn't even have I didn't even have like a physical yeah, goal between you and me and a couple million other people <laughs> <laughs> between you and me and everyone else. Yeah. But I, I didn't have, uh, basically I didn't have like a certain goal of like losing weight. I knew that if I was going to drink gallon of water, work yeah. out twice a day, you'd be ripped. Uh, I'd be, I'd be ripped. Yeah. I'd be healthy. I'd yeah. be feeling a lot better. Yeah. And that was way more important to me overall feeling better. And then having that better mental attitude, um, than a uh, transformation picture. Did you come I, from an athletic background. Yeah. For yeah. the most part, I'd say I have, I have two other brothers. Um, I grew up playing every sport you could think of. Yeah. Uh, my dad was really good at uh, baseball. Um, I mean, for the most part, yeah, yeah. yeah pretty athletic. But yeah. I've always, man, I've been working out since I was 16. I used to be a long-distance runner. I ran a half marathon when I was in sixth grade. So I've always, I've, yeah, I've always enjoyed doing things. As weird as it sounds, like I started running 5Ks when I was – I think in my first 5K, I was in like third grade or something like that. Oh, that's like cool. That. So and you're one of those no kids. Lie. You're one of those kids that we see at the 5Ks that are like real little running the yeah, fucking 5K. Yeah. All and, right. and the crazy thing is, is like uh, probably 15 days into uh, 75 hard, I hadn't ran a race in like probably 10 years, man. Yeah. And I did a uh, I did a trail run 
and I finished in like exactly 45 minutes and it was my outdoor workout because it was 45 minutes yeah, yeah. and it was a uh, 5.6 miles and I had some like Corey was there I had some 14 year old kick my ass he, he completely whooped me but it was the first yeah. time I did it and, yeah. and again that's one of those things where I got out of my comfort zone and I knew being 170 pounds I was like I haven't ran in a while but I'm gonna do something that you know is gonna make me um, uncomfortable to grow so I, I brought Tori on. She's been sitting here the whole time listening to the conversation, sort of nodding along, chiming in a little bit here and there. What, what do you think the biggest change, like from your point of view, what have the, the biggest changes with Josiah been through that program? I think that he, I don't know. He was like, he kept asking me, he's like, do you really think I can do this? Do you really think I can do this? And I was like, yes. I was like, because if you say that you're going to do something, then you're going to do it. And I'm going to be in your ear like, listen, no, like you're you have to stick to it. Um, But he I feel like he gained a lot of patience, a lot of confidence in himself. Mm -hmm. He had buddies that were like, oh, you're crazy. We bet that I bet you that you can you can't make it a week. And then I bet I bet you 20 bucks that he can do it for 20 days. And um, she's making money off me. There you go. (laughs) So I'm like, no, like you're not you're not right. Exactly. So um, I think that he just like dug really deep in himself and he learned that he's got like a lot more in him than what he thought. Yeah, he certainly doesn't. You certainly aren't lacking confidence, bro. And that's a good, that's a compliment. It's a great thing. Well, and the thing it comes, it's, I picked it up when we were in the gym and you walked through. Like, dude, I appreciate that. Yeah, 100%. Like it was very. Hey, that, that means a lot. That, oh, no, that does. Dude. Well, I was going to say like, uh before i got invited because honestly when emily reached out and sent me an email i thought somebody was pranking me dude i was like this dude doesn't even doesn't know me from adam i could be a crazy person and the fact that like he brought me out here if i would have been invited out here for a reason other than 75 hard without doing 75 hard i don't think i would have came out here well because my confidence level has just been that it built my confidence to a whole different level your confidence was so strong that you reached out to me and said and we just Exactly. I, and said, hey, I want to be on the show. Bro, I felt that through the way that you communicated to me. And I'm like, this is a guy I want on the show. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? I was talking to Paula, one of the girls that uh, that works here uh, earlier. And we were talking a little bit about that because you walked through. That's who I was talking to when you walked up. We were talking about some work shit. And uh, she was like, who's that? And I said, well, he's, he's here for 75 Hard Podcast. And she's like, okay, well, what's the story? I said, I don't even know. And she goes, Dude. <laughs> she goes, you had him on the show. You don't know his story. I'm like, no, I don't need to know because everybody, you know, that says, oh, I got a good story and this and that. It was just the way you communicated it to me that I knew that you had done the program. Well, and kind of going off that, this is going to be a real quick. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like it was so direct and so confident that I was like, all right, I want to hear from this guy. Well, that's what I said. Cause, yeah. cause going into a quick little story off that. So basically I was halfway through uh, 75 hard. I had a buddy who I knew that I wasn't friends with and I followed him on social media. Um, his name's Austin Thies and uh, he's a fellow listener of yours, obviously. But basically I hit him up. I was like, dude, if you want to do cardio, let's do cardio, whatever. If you want to lift, let's lift. So we're doing cardio um, at this track. And I basically told him, I was like, dude, I have this voice in my head telling me I need to go on real AF and tell my story. And I'm dead serious. And, uh, immediately after I said that, I'm like, dude, like, there's no way I'm, I'm getting on this show, dude. There's thousands of people, whatever. And as soon as I said that, I'm like, it's so weird. dude. As soon as I said that, I was like, he immediately said, Austin said, he's like, dude, you can't think that way. He's like, what the hell are you doing? And, uh, basically I caught myself right away and I was like, you're right, dude. Like 
I need to, I need to attack this. Like I need to actually try to do this because something is telling me I need to be on the show. And then I finished the 75th day and uh, I told Tori the next day, I was like, I want to be on the show. Like I gotta, I gotta talk about what happened. And uh, basically I posted that picture and you shared it. And I called Tori. I'm like, like, yo, like he shared this, like this and that. And then I'm like, I'm a, yeah, I was like, I was like, I'm gonna ask him if I can be on the show. And so I mess, I'm like, I'm gonna message him, message you. And you're like, send me your info. And I was like, is somebody messing with me? No. And then like two, three weeks later, I'm at work and they're like, um, I get bro, that email so from weird. Emily. And I'm like, I, just, I was just like, bro, that's so weird because the truth, here's the truth. And this is, I believe in everything that you believe in too, by the way. Like I, I'm a hundred percent manifestation yeah dude. manifestation you know that i talk about it all the time what's weird is like i'm on the receiving end of that with this because i don't ever say yes like that like like there's never been someone who said hey i want to be on the show and i'm like okay the only other person was the guy i just had on the show which was uh billy who was uh a, a, a guy who's running for office up in new jersey we talked about some politics and shit uh awesome dude but he, he's the only other one that asked and I said, yes, but, but I said yes to you before I said yes to him. Cause this has been a while in the making. So you're actually the first person I ever said yes to like that. And so it's, I'm sitting here thinking, cause like normally, cause I'll get these people, you know, they want to come on the show for like some clout, right? Like they want to come on and get some exposure to something. And so I'm always like, no, I gotta, I, I really like to pick them myself. And you're the first guy that's ever reached out and be like, Hey bro. I, I want to share this with you. I want to be on the show. And I'm like, okay. And like, it was that easy, wasn't it? It's, I mean, it's just another reason yeah. why, why God's real, dude. And yeah. that's, that's no, it's that's weird. No joke, but I'm just dude. saying like you saying that. It, it was literally a voice yeah. in my head, dude. Yeah. And, then, and then throughout 75 hard, I would have conversations of like, the only thing I really regret is not keeping like a journal yeah. of just like my thoughts, like yeah. my day-to-day thoughts. See, I did that the first time I went yeah. through. Yeah. So it, it, all the listeners out there, um, when you start 75 hard, 100% take notes on everything, all, all your thoughts, your actions, because um, you definitely won't regret it when you're done. But basically, um, yeah, man, I just, I had this thing in my ear and I was like, dude, I got nothing to lose. This dude probably has thousands of people hitting him up. The worst he's going to say is no. Yeah. And I don't have, I'm not, I'm not trying to get clout, man. I'm no. not looking for any, I'm a UPS driver. I'm just a regular dude. I'm, <laughs> I'm just a regular dude who, who had a voice in my head telling me to share my story and that's it. Well, bro, you're not a regular dude. You're an exceptional dude. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. And I appreciate the fact that you came out to tell your story. What would you say to somebody? Okay. This is going to go out on Sunday. So, uh, you know, I'm starting to do, trying to do daily content now. So, um, and we will do daily content, but we're, we're easing our way into it. What would you say to someone who's thinking about it right now? They're listening. It's Sunday and they're, you know, tomorrow it's like, okay, I'll start tomorrow. What would you say to those people? I'd keep it pretty simple, man. Um, 75 days flies by. Um, there won't be one regret uh, that you'll have after you're done with the 75 days. And I'm telling you right now, there won't be one event or certain thing that you had scheduled prior that involves something outside of what needed to be done for 75 hard that you're going to miss out on, man. Like every doing the 75 days is just going to outweigh everything that you have going on that you had initially planned for that 75 days. So just keep that in mind. And again, if you quit start, or if you, something happens, start from day one, but don't ever, don't quit at all. Yeah. 
and make uh, yourself get through it. Right. Yeah. See it through, man. Cause, uh, it's been one of the, the biggest things, biggest decisions I've ever made. And one of the best accomplishment accomplishments that I've ever had in my in, entire life, man. And I'm 28 years old. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's amazing. Like the feeling you have when you're in the middle of 75 hard and you're just having those conversations with yourself and you have that mental clarity is one of the best feelings in the world. It's, it's a high that you can't, you can't explain, man, for real. Yeah. And, uh, you'll feel it. Like if you do it, you'll feel it. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, I mean, if you're starting tomorrow, get after it. Um, my suggestion would be don't overthink it. Um, know what you have to do. Definitely listen to the podcast if you haven't. I'm sure you have if you're listening to this one. Um, but get after it, man. Don't worry about Thanksgiving. Don't worry about Christmas. Don't worry about a friend's birthday. I went to a Zach Brown band concert during it. You're hitting on a point now that's super important to talk about. So I want you to talk about this because what it does is it teaches you how to enjoy life without alcohol. 100%. And food. And that's what exactly, yeah, yeah. that's exactly what I was about to hit on. So I did a Zach Brown band concert I went to um, in Cincinnati. Obviously didn't drink, had a great time, remembered the concert. Uh, most people probably don't. Um, and then I did a, uh, believe it or not, I went to a bachelor party, didn't drink. Everybody there was super supportive about it. They're like, Hey man, that's cool what you're doing. Um, but you still had fucking fun. Yeah, man. Played cornhole. It was yeah. just hung out with some buddies. It wasn't anything crazy. It was just one of my buddy's house. Um, and then, uh, the last, the craziest thing is the last day. I don't know if you know Theo Vaughn, the comedian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he yeah, was- Yeah, dude's hilarious. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, he's in Cincinnati um, on day 75. And so I worked that day. So basically that last uh, day was day 75. It was a Saturday. I uh, woke up, worked out, went to work, busted my ass because I knew I had to go to that concert. Didn't know what time I was going to get off. Went home, did my second workout. And then met up at a buddy's uh, downtown in Cincinnati to basically walk to this comedy show or whatever, yeah. Theo Vaughn. And uh, they're like offering me beers and everything's done except for my reading. Yeah. Still got to get my reading done. Yeah. And I'm on day 75, so yeah, I know yeah. I'm not going to have a beer. It's all done. This. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, basically they're like offering me beers. They're offering me Skyline Chili and all this. If you know what Skyline it's, is from Cincinnati. It's the fucking it's best chili in the world, bro. Dangerous, dude. Yeah. Dangerous. To say no to Skyline is not easy. Yeah. So. Basically, I uh, went to the show, drank like a sparkling water or something, um, ended up being the DD for some of my buddies. They got home safe, yeah. went home. Um, I think I had some like oatmeal and then for my last meal, oatmeal or something like that. And then read my book, man, took my picture and woke up the next day and was done, dude. And yeah. I was like, again, you know, kind of going off, off topic there, but basically you can do things um, sober, man, and you're yeah. going to have, you're going to have a good time. And dude, I think that's a huge point. That is a huge point. Like, dude, I... That was my fear, man. That yeah. was honestly a big fear of mine. Like, I got this coming up. I got this coming up. I got this coming yeah. up. Um, but people see that, man, and they they respect that a lot. They're yeah, like, man, you've, you've changed in a good way. But They're you like, respect it a lot, too. Oh, yeah. Because then you leave the event, and it's a, it's a win. Like, you leave... Like, dude, listen. I think you and I probably have a lot of common. Like, sounds like we do the same social activities, the same kind of shit. When I pass on those events from indulging, when I leave and I'm driving away, I'm like, fuck yeah. Like that's the mental voice that starts to happen in my head instead of like where before I wouldn't have noticed it. And I yep. probably would have had to justify it, right? Because before I started, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm on the program, but you know, fuck dude, it's, it's 
fucking Zach Brown, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or it's bachelor party or whatever. And then, you know, that was when I would bite the bullet. And then the next day I would feel like dog shit, which would then lower my belief in myself, lower my confidence in myself, uh, lower my ability to trust myself, you know, and all of Mm -hmm. these key things that are so important to being a healthy human. Right. You know what I mean? And, uh, I, I, dude, I think that point, um, of being able to go through life. Cause a lot of people think, Oh dude, you got to skip all this shit. If you're skipping the shit, you're doing it wrong. Go to the events. Live that your mean, life. That means you're dependent on, that's right. On alcohol yeah, to have a good time, bro. What I discovered too, especially my first time through, because I, what I, my routine before, uh, 75 hard was typically, uh, Emily and I would go. And then like a lot of the guys here too, we would go hang out at this little bar up the street called Billy G's, uh, Awesome place, by the way. Love these guys. Um, Saturday and Sunday sometimes. We'd be there for fucking five, six hours. We'd go there for brunch, and, you know, brunch turns into, like, drinking beers all day. Go home at, like, three in the afternoon, and you're fucking, you know, and that, and then you eat some shit at night. Been and there, it, brother. Yeah, bro. And that's what, we, that's what I'm saying, dude. I can tell we, yep. we're the same kind of dude. The, um, the, the ability, so I didn't stop doing that. Like, now I don't do it as much because now I've, replace that with other things that I enjoy. Um, but when I was doing it, what I started doing, bros, I would, I, I, the way I kind of started it, cause I had problems like not drinking a beer in that situation. I also had problems not ordering uh, exactly the food that I needed to order. Right? Like a lot of people think you can't eat healthy on this program anywhere else. No, you can order anything you want to order almost anywhere. That's right. They'll yeah. make it for you. Yep. Uh, or you can find a real option that fits in your meal plan at most places there it's just the reality i tend to know now i know what i'm ordering before i even go to the place now and there's no i don't even look at the menu i'm the same way yeah it's just i know what i'm getting but before like when i was first starting the program i had these agonizing tests right like i would go to the brunch and everybody's ordering fucking beers at 10 30 well guess what i like beers at 10 30 you know what i'm saying i'm that motherfucker i do too yeah yeah 100 so, so that was a hard thing for me because I really do like beer early in the morning like that. I know that sounds weird to people that, that that's not weird, man. It's a Midwest thing. It's it's not weird. And so like I started replacing it with just coffee or decaf coffee. And it was almost like it weaned me off of it because like, dude, you can't really just guzzle coffee, right? You're taking like little sips. I mean, you're in a social gathering. Yeah. But what I realized, dude, is I had so much better conversations and so much more fun and laughed so much more when I wasn't drinking than when I was. And I started to not even, then I went away from coffee and I just went to water. And now I'm perfectly comfortable sitting with anybody, even if they're drinking all day with me, just drinking my water, chilling and, uh, you know, bullshitting with them. Right. So it's weird how it, and now, now, dude, sometimes I'll choose to drink, but you know, it's not like we're it, a, a lot of the times, like you said in the beginning of the show where these other influences were come in and, uh, sort of make you compromise what you know you needed to do because you wanted to please the group. Right. And, and now I'm thinking about this shit and it kind of makes sense as to why I'm so resistant to this fucking narrative that's going on in the world right now. Cause I don't have to fucking, I don't peer pressure doesn't work on me anymore. Right. You know what I'm you're, saying? You're past that point, Fuck, dude. That makes a lot of sense. Cause I'm, I'm <laughs> like a breakthrough, dude. Yeah, dude. Let's no, for go. real. Cause I'm sitting here thinking like, what? I was just talking to some guys this morning. Like, why the fuck do I talk so much about this shit? And you know what it is? It's cause I'm not fucking, I'm not a bitch, bro. You're not going to pressure me into changing what the fuck I'm doing. 
And, th- and that's the first step. It comes it's, from this. It's 75 hard, Fuck. dude. It's crazy, dude. Yeah. Because I've always been that. They better ban 75 hard then. Because it's, it's making free thinkers everywhere. Dude, it's crazy, yeah. man. Because, yeah, I've. But you know what I'm saying, though? And yeah. Man, so, like, now you're, now I'm comfortable in those situations. And not only am I comfortable, I enjoy them more. You're genuinely happy. Yes. Yeah. And that's, that's yeah, that's super cool, man. Because a lot of people would sit there and be like struggling, like, oh, I need alcohol. I need this to have a good time. But, yeah, to be able to sit there, man, and listen to a show or li- have a conversation with somebody, whatever it might be. Yeah. Is, uh, that's big, man. Yeah. Well, bro, this is this has been an awesome conversation, man. Uh, I really appreciate you guys making the trip out for this, dude. I appreciate, and you I appreciate us, you fucking reaching out and having some initiative, dude. I respect the fuck out of That's that. That's what you get, man. You grow some balls with yeah. seventy five hard. I'm dead serious. Yeah, and and don't don't all you guys start telling me you want to be on the show because I'm gonna say fucking no. <laughs> there was something about the way I I don't know. I just knew I had to have you here, man. Thank you, man. And I'm now like now I know why. Because that was an awesome conversation. So, I appreciate that, brother. Thank uh, you for I, having us. Yeah, Everything's no, been so generous. Well, it's dude, been it's awesome. been, it's seriously, like people would talk about it, but like, I like lost my mind in there, dude, when I saw that locker. Yeah. And I was like, this is the coolest thing ever, man. Like, I I don't even know. Man. Well, bro, that's that's just respect. That's big, you know, dude. That, that goes a long way. I yeah, mean well, that. that's that's respect. These Everybody in here, these two guys have done it. Uh, most of the people in this building, they all understand what an accomplishment it is and it's taken very seriously within that group. So uh, that's respect from the team to you, bro. I appreciate that. Yeah. So real. thank you guys so much for coming on. Give them your Instagram one more time so these guys can check it out. Yeah, so uh, real simple. Well, not real simple, but uh, first name Josiah, J-O-S-I-A-H underscore Eric, E-R-I-K. Guys. Go give the man some support. If you're in the 75 hard community, give him a follow. Uh, communicate with him. Well, I was going to say, yeah, if anybody, feel free to reach out with any questions uh, that you might have because I really, I'll take the time to, to answer yeah. them because it's something that I'm passionate about. Um, but yeah, anything, shoot my way and I'd be happy to, to talk about with any of the listeners out there. Well, dude, I appreciate that. Thanks I appreciate you, that. man. Yeah. You're changing Thank lives you. out there for real. Well, for the people that do it, I, do listen, it the right man, way. That's, all I'm doing is showing the way. You got to do it yourself. So big. you did it. Thank so you. I appreciate it, man. Much respect. All right, guys, that's the show. If you liked the show, if you thought it was good, I thought it was great. Uh, share the show for us. All right. And if you're getting ready to start 75 hard tomorrow, fucking commit. Don't do any of this shit where I'm going to try it. I'm going to this, I'm going to that. No, the proper attitude is I'm going to fucking dominate the next 75 days. Like I've never dominated before. And I will finish this program, be able to look myself in the mirror no matter what. Even if I have to start over at day one, even if I have to start over at day one on day 74, I am going to finish this program the right way because that mentality is what's going to get you to where you want to go. And that time frame of 75 days, like Josiah said, is so short and you can make such a massive difference in your life. You can't afford not to do it. All right. Love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And I'll talk to you next time. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, does a no, headshot, case closed, closed.